Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of It's Raining Mets. I'm meteorologist Steve Knight, along with... Meteorologist Stacey Hanrahan. What's up, everybody? Hey, so, you know, we're heading into the weekend here, as we always drop these podcasts on Friday, so it's always good to kind of get caught up on our, our weekend weather. And, you know, like I always say, you can't argue with blue sky and sunshine. Uh, however... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. However, it's cold and it's windy. Yeah, you know, it's just, we've had a couple of days. We had one uh, earlier this week, and then we had uh, one the previous week, which was the last week of February, where we did have those temperatures get into the upper 50s with the sunshine. And, you know, we got the, we always get those this time of year, those teaser days. And I, you know, everybody kind of gets spring fever going a little bit. And then, you know, look, even with the sunshine, let's just not sugarcoat it. It's kind of a bummer to revert back to this kind of cold. Steve. I walked out of work yesterday and got in the car and it started snowing and I texted Tom and he's like, Oh my God, I know yeah. <laughs> he's on the air at the time. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> that Northwest wind yeah. is no joke. Yeah. And basically all that was, was that was, you know, part of that weak little cold front coming through that was dropping our temperatures from being in the fifties on Wednesday and coupled with what else, you know, when it gets that windy sometime, and it could happen today, it could happen tomorrow, and it gets this windy, you never know when a, a little batch of snow that gets blown off of Lake Erie, it's literally like some lake effect snow, Lake Erie, Lake Ontario actually makes it as far south as central PA, and that's pretty much what was going on yesterday. Right, right. I'm telling you, March, there's something about March that scares me to death as a as a homeowner, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I March is so I need to look up stats on this, but here March is so windy. It is. Yeah. It just is so windy and, and you're supposed to and you, everybody thinks of March is like, oh here comes spring. It's yeah. so exciting. And I think of oh my gosh, I gotta call my insurance company again because yeah. another tree fell on right. something or, or my siding is coming off again. Yeah. Or, I mean I, please not this year because we got a lot. We got a lot of stuff replaced last year. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that this year we're in good shape. But I mean, it is. It's just really. It's just a really windy month. It's a transition. It's a transition month. Um. You know, as as the warmer temperatures and the lower yeah. temperatures fight each other, and that's really all weather is. Is yeah. The Earth trying to equalize itself and and distribute uh, the temperatures and. Well, you know so, me. Anyway. You know me and my analogies. My analogy that I always use, and I, I say this on the air too, is uh, this time of year there's a tug of war going on. Tug of war, yes. Really, between you know, old man winter to the north and spring trying to you know take control from the south, and you know it. it the, the month tends to go back and forth, and uh, sometimes uh, that tug of war can be a little violent, and that's why we we get we get these high winds. But it's interesting you brought up severe weather because that actually leads me into what I was going to talk about next, which is much better news. Um, and that's a warm-up next week. So the setup next week is that there's going to be high pressure that's going to be like just off the coast, and that's going to help funnel in some really uh, warm air for us. But it's also going to act as a block, and there's going to be an area of low pressure that's going to be like in the center of the country. So they're going to have some warmer temperatures, but we're talking like basically Texas, like up through Illinois and the Great Lakes region. And, uh, you know, I was just reading some stuff here this morning. There's already speculation uh, you know, amongst the weather community that there could be an outbreak of severe weather next week. Yeah. Not for us. We'll, right. be, we'll be on the good side of things with that coastal high Right. Uh, funneling in all the warm air for us, but basically a low is going to get stalled, and there's potential where they could deal with a few days 
of well, well we're going to be really warm. Meanwhile, in central parts of the country, um, they could be dealing with severe weather slash even maybe tornadoes. And tornadoes. yeah, and uh, I was reading one blog and, you know, uh, this won't surprise you at all, but, uh, you know, people, as you were saying, think of March tranquil, here comes spring, but uh, not here in Pennsylvania, but in central parts of the country, um, March can be a, a, an active tornado month. And Texas averages 11 tornadoes in the month of March. Mm-hmm. That surprised me. They're, you know, this is not what they need right now. No, <laughs> yeah, to say I mean, the they're least. Still, yeah. there is so much cleanup to do. There is, uh, yeah. I mean, people without water still. Right. There, it's, it's, this is the last thing they need. Well, we hope that the severe weather part of it doesn't materialize, but, you know, really confident right now because of the setup that for us, um, we're going to be quite warm. So I actually. I upped the ante today. I took Wednesday and Thursday to 66 for I next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what I'm thinking. A, the models kind of bear that out. But B, um, you know, and this is, you know, again, just, you know, some, some you know, a little, little bit of weather knowledge that I've acquired over the years. Um, <laughs> you, you get rid of the, when you get rid of the snowpack and yeah. you also dry out the ground, You just like so on a day that maybe the model thinks is going to be 64, 65. um, If you if you know, we're going to be very dry leading into this, you know, and and we will have I I don't want to say completely dried out our ground, but come a long way from where we were a week ago. Let's put it that way. So you get it's you know, we're talking almost mid-March sun. We're talking about a, a lot, if not all of the snowpack other than the big piles in the parking lots being gone. And the dry, uh, the ground being fairly dry. So when I see models that go 64, 65, you know me, I'm always optimistic. I go, oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. So I'm telling you, mark it down, Stacy. I will not be surprised if, especially along the southern tier, either Wednesday or Thursday of next week, somebody hits 70. 70. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, without and looking, we're all going to be upset if things. Get yeah, cooler. right. Right. Yeah. Without looking like I know today's uh, record high was uh, is 74. So, I, you know, I, I think, um, you know, I, I, our records next week are probably mid 70s. You know, if not, if not, maybe even 80. You know, I mean, we're talking mid-March, you know, or almost mid-March. It's certainly possible. But our records are probably in the 70s next week. So while I'm not predicting record high temperatures, we may make a run. We'll see how things, you know, kind of set up here. Um, You know, so, but as we always talk about on the podcast, you know, long-range temperature stuff is, you know, usually fairly accurate. Uh, It's the long-range precipitation stuff that... Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so definitely do better with temp longer range. Yes, we haven't done this in a while, at least not you and I. Uh, we're gonna dip into the mailbag here today. I love the mailbag. The mailbag, yes. So reminder to everybody that you can always reach us uh, via email, and it's extremely easy. It's just weather at cbs twenty one dot com, or you can always reach out to any of us, Stacy, Tom, Ed, myself. Uh, on our social media platforms. You can direct messages on Twitter. Just comment on our Facebook posts. Um, You know, and we're always happy to uh, answer weather questions. We love answering weather questions. It's a lot better than uh, answering some of the other questions that we get. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) What were you wearing? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) What inspired you to part your hair that way, Steve? 
Don't you realize <laughs> that? Yeah. Today, yes, exactly. exactly. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, we've got some good, and these are some timely questions. And I actually, oh, okay. I what just, I just got this first one this morning and I'm okay. not surprised. Uh, but Sheila wants to know, are we done with snow? Oof. What do you think? No. Yeah. I, and you know me. You know yeah. what I wanted to say, but no. Right. Well. The, I don't think we'll have a big one. I don't think yeah. it's in the cards this year. Um, I don't either. Um, but, you know, what I always say, you know, I always say, hey, you can never say never. And it's right. just, it's too early. I mean, it's March 5th. It's too early. Yeah. It's too early. We get snow in April. Yes. Um, here in central PA. <sighs> The, yeah. the temperature trends were after next week. We're looking to dip back down a little bit. A little bit, um, yeah, yeah, sure. Not, not dramatically, right. but a little bit. Yeah, and that's all it takes. I yeah. mean, look at yesterday. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Let's even get a strong wind off those off the Great Lakes, yeah. and some flurries will fly. Do I think we're going to get you know another foot of snow? No. Yeah, I don't either. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because I guess we should throw a caveat in there because people say, you know, or she's asking, are we done with snow? Well, does that mean you're not, you're not going to see a, another snowflake at all? Like, right. if you see a flurry and I say we're done with snow, was I wrong? Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I'm assuming right. people right. mean, like, a snowstorm, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, cancel school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I believe it's 2017, we got a big one in uh, early April. And yeah, 2017, uh, we got a record two day amount. Um, and that was again, off the top of my head, mm, 11th, 12th, somewhere in there. Hmm. Um, but you know, obviously after, after spring had begun, so you, you just, you can just never really say never. Um, right. do I think that's possible or do I think that's probable? No. Um, and, and really I think we're going to get through March without too much, in terms of real wintry weather. Uh, but again, it's only the fifth. <laughs> so, uh, That's true. yeah. So the it answer, so fast, though. I mean, look where we were last March. Yeah, so. no. Yeah, you're right. We, I mean, we basically had no snow. So, you know, I, so to, no, we were running around hugging people. Yeah. Oh, well, fun. there's that too. Yeah. How about it? So yeah, I think life, face. life changes fast folks, as we right. all know. So um, uh, let's just we'll, – we'll answer a question by saying we don't think we've got another big one in us, um, and it, the, the probability is that we're probably, you know, probably done with impactful snow, but you can never say never on the 5th of March. That's right. All right, so Jen wants to know, when can we expect our last frost here in central PA? And this, this always comes up, as you know, Stacy, because – um, there's always that that old saying about you know no planting until after Mother's Day, right? But people always get out there and do it before they're, they're anxious. You know, you've developed a green thumb here over the last year. I have, yeah. and in fact, I thought about it this weekend with the '60s coming next week. I, I need to go ahead and Google what I need to do. Yeah. Right. The plants that, you know, like, at what point do I start that whole fertilizing thing? Right, getting the and... soil ready and, you know. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm going to be doing some Googling this weekend. Yeah, well, you know, give or take. And, again, you know, the, the, things can always change. But give or take our last frost, at least in our, port, uh, our part of Pennsylvania, is mid-April. So we'll just say April 15th. But that's why 
you know, always say, wait, if, you know, if you're really concerned about your plants, wait until every, I know everybody, we, you know, we like next week, people are going to want to get out in their garden, you know, when we get yeah. into the sixties next totally. week. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you got, you just, I know we don't, we don't like having patience when we're <laughs> anxious for spring. Right. <laughs> I, you know what? It's funny. Cause I always, um, this is a date I always remember just the, um, the last median date because it's, uh, Rob's birthday. Actually, I think it's, you said April 15th. That's, I mean, it's about the same April 11th, I think for our area. So, but it's, that never works. Like it's always, that's why that rule of mother's day always yeah. needs to be out there. Right. You know? Because that kind of accounts for anything wacky that might happen the second half of April, you know, and, and you get that, that one night overnight where we drop down to 27 and, then you got problems, you know. Yeah, you're freaking, you're covering them. Yeah. Bushes with tarps and things like that. Did you look it up? Is it actually April 11th? So I usually don't have to look it up. That's what's so funny is normally you ask me a question and I'm like, oh shoot, let me Google. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like if it's an, like an exact number or yeah. date or a year, I just I, you know I can't keep all those straight in my head. But um, this one I usually don't have to because it just remember because it's Rob's birthday. You know what? There you go. And you know I just okay. Yeah, I've always just kind of had it. And people, that's that question comes up every, every year this time why. of year. Yeah, another reason. Yeah. You know, in fact, uh, it was one year our general manager came back and said to me, "I got a question for you, Steve. You know, <laughs> when can we expect our last frost?" And I went, "Well, you know what, Bill." April 15th. It's always good to have a ready answer when the general manager asks you a question. I was going to say, yeah, uh, let me get back to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have looked too good if he would ask me a weather question. I would have been like, well, hang on, Bill. Let me do what you could have done and get on Google. Exactly. <laughs> wouldn't have endeared me too much to the boss in terms of my overall knowledge. Right, right. To be honest with you, even if I didn't know, you know me, I probably just would have lied. I would have been like. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, uh, 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 well, they, you know, they say never, uh, before Mother's Day. So May 1st. Yeah. Right. Make it till you make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then looked it up and been like, oh my God, I hope he doesn't Google and check up on me. Yeah. So I just sold, I just sold the big boss a bill of goods. Uh, yeah. we love Bill. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right. So next question, this one comes from AJ and. Uh, we've started talking about this a little bit, of course, because it's getting closer and closer. But great question. Um, he actually posed this on one of my Facebook lives where I was talking about it. He wanted to know what does the term equinox mean when we talk about the spring equinox? Oh, uh-huh. another one of those questions we always get. Yes, another one of those well, questions. Go ahead. I like to answer it as um, so basically, well, I mean, scientifically, I mean, Truthfully, the sun is crossing the equator right. at the equinox. So the sun is above the equator, and it's headed our way, yeah. basically. Yeah. So it's, it's headed north, meaning that the earth is going to be, the northern hemisphere is going to be tilting closer to the sun, tilting towards the sun, I should say. And, um, and that's why we get spring, and then things get warmer, and then we get summer. And the opposite is happening, obviously, in the southern hemisphere. So basically, equinox is when the sun is directly above the equator and you're probably your answer is probably the um um equal what see pick it up steve pick it up the, <laughs> the equal distribution no i'm having i'm having too much fun listening to this the equator. <laughs> can you hang on for a minute i'm gonna go put some some popcorn in the microwave and i'm just gonna sit back and listen to this for a while is that okay 
I'm, I'm being I'm being I'm being entertained. <laughs> you're absolutely right, Stacy. You're you're absolutely you're absolutely right. I mean, the equinox is when uh, the sun is actually you know uh, over the equator. So you got to think of it. You know, cut yeah. the Earth in half, right? Fifty fifty, and it's it's the one day where you know roughly give or take um, the entire Earth has twelve hours of daylight and twelve hours of darkness. And that's why it's the equinox. Now, the exact moment, you know, we, you'll hear us, and we'll, we'll be talking about this more and more. We'll be saying, you know, spring officially arrives at 5.37 a.m. on Saturday morning. The reason why it's 5.37 a.m. is that is the exact moment in time where the sun is directly over the equator. Happens twice a year, spring equinox, and of course, conversely, then the autumnal the autumnal, yeah. Well, it's technically the vernal equinox, but I hate using oh, yeah. that term because nobody gets it. The vernal equinox is on Saturday. You know, just say spring arrives. People get it. But, right. yeah, to drill it down scientifically, that's what it means. And then, you know, the flip side to that is this is all based on the Earth's relation to the sun and where it is in terms of where the sun's, you know, max rays are at. And it gets to the Tropic of Cancer on the first day of summer. And uh, that's when we have our quote unquote longest day of the year. And we have the most daylight for us here in the Northern hemisphere. And it's actually when the Arctic circle, that's the day, the first day of summer is the day they have 24 hours of daylight. Oh, I could handle 24 hours of darkness pretty easily. Oh, easy. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would, that wouldn't bother me too much. (laughs) Right. Uh, But uh, 24 hours of daylight. Uh, yeah. Brutal. Yeah, I yeah, that wouldn't, you know, that would they obviously have have days at the Arctic Circle where daylight is very very long and then conversely they have those really super 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 long nights. So that's what yeah. the uh, equinox means and for us that's coming up in uh, about 2 weeks. You know what was difficult about answering that question on a podcast? I just realized this. I don't think I've ever answered that question without holding like two balls or yes. like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, actually just showing people, because that's where I got off track, was when I'm trying to explain how the earth tilts and... No, it's it's <laughs> hard. towards the sun. I was thinking that... I was literally holding my hands up in front of the microphone. I'm like, wait, nobody nobody can see me. What yeah, I was thinking that as you were answering it, and, and it's one of those, <laughs> you know, we have a graphic, obviously, that we show yeah. on TV where we show the sun directly above the equator, and I, I totally agree with you. On a podcast to try to kind of convey exactly what that means without, you know, at least having a globe or (laughs) something in your hand to to show folks. Let's put it to you this way. Um, There are second graders that are doing uh, a spring equinox project uh, in their science uh, unit right now that can, yeah, can can show exactly what we were trying to say by using a (laughs) coat hanger and some crepe paper. (laughs) You You know, so... I felt very unequipped. Yeah, right. <laughs> just exactly. the microphone. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> last question here. Uh, and this was one I actually got uh, last Saturday morning. A guy sent me a, a, like this really, really cool picture. He was going to work, and this was at sunrise, and he was going to work in Carlisle. And he was at the Turnpike Tollbooth, and he snapped a picture, and the sunrise was incredibly red. Mm. So he like literally thought that, you know, maybe there were aliens coming or, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice enough, that, nice enough red. chap. Uh, but 
But um, and I think he was kind of uh, disappointed when I told him that it it wasn't aliens that were coming. And but what was cool is I explained to him that you know what was going <laughs> after if, the year we've all had. Yeah, on you. no, yeah, really. <laughs> you remember last Saturday, Stacy? We had uh, rain that was moving in. Yeah. And, you know, most of our systems move from west to east. So uh, what was going on, of course, was we had that that system, that area of low pressure, the clouds and uh, the rain that was coming in from the west just and it was clear to the east. So this was like just at the precipice of this weather maker moving in and the sun's rising in the east. And what happens is you get a reflection. Those rays get reflected off clouds, particles dust in this case a lot of cloud cover and rain and uh, that's what turned the sky really red now you know that old saying right about red skies in the morning uh, red sky at night sailors delight right red sky at morning sailors take warning it's I'm an true old boater, man. yeah you know? yeah I'm an old boat captain. it's true i mean you know yeah. you know yeah. it, it, nothing's you know 1000 percent you know well, but that let's put it to you this way those sailors back in the day i mean look we all know how many uh old ships are on the bottom of the ocean thousands right <laughs> you, know? you don't think they learned from that a couple yeah times? <laughs> you know going back to the days of the vikings and everything else yeah i mean you know without any weather instrumentation um there's a reason for that and the, re- the reason that 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 saying uh bears true is because if you see a red sky in the morning uh with most weather systems moving from west to east it usually means there's weather on the way. And when you see it at night, it means it's beyond you. It's moved off to the east. Yeah, so the sun is setting in the west. Right, then it's reflecting. Uh, That means you're you're kind of in the clear. So, yeah, back in the day, if they saw a real red sunrise, they knew, you know, heads up. Uh, All they could do was cross their fingers that it it wasn't a hurricane. A hurricane, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It wasn't that time of year. Yeah. So, you know, I explained that to him, and and, and then he said to me, he goes, well, really? Because it only lasted for, like, three minutes. And and I said to him, I said, yeah. I was like, for about three minutes. It's like anything else. It's like when when you watch a sunset. If you ever, like, watch a sunset and you're, like, sitting on the ocean, like, oh, you know, I love watching the sunset. You know (laughs) – that once it gets, you know, close to being down, you know, at the horizon, you only got a couple of minutes and she's gone. Yeah. yeah. And so that's how I explained to him. I was like, yeah, I was like for like three minutes, the sun angle versus the clouds and the rain that was moving in just aligned themselves so perfectly. I'll have to send you the picture, Stacey, because it was. Yeah, I want to see that. It really, it was amazing. I mean, it was wow. really, it was red to the point of where it was almost pink and it was wow. basically the entire sky. It was not like different hues or different shades. Um, it was very so. Yeah, but I think my man, uh, I think he thought that. Uh, and what was his name? His name was Tom. I think he thought that. Uh, really thought that like he was like he sent it to me. I don't want to say out of panic, but I I think he like legitimately thought like <laughs> have some, have the missiles been launched? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Such a, see, this is so you're so much nicer to people you don't know. Because, <laughs> I am because if I or oh. somebody else that you knew oh. would have called you, and, oh. and then we would have said, Well, it only lasted three minutes, you would have been like, Oh, three minutes. Oh, yeah. we left that part out. Oh, yeah, aliens. Yeah, yeah. Aliens. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, wait. We, we always talk about letting them behind the curtain here on the podcast, Stacey. Yeah. I, I will not argue with you. Not only would uh, if you would ask me that question. 
Uh, not only would I not have been as nice, I would have been 10 times more sarcastic in my response. <laughs> and you and I would personally still be talking about it for like a year. Oh, yeah. You know. You also would have been questioning my um, my meteorology. <laughs> <laughs> Me question anybody else when it comes to talking about weather. Never. 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 All right, so those are our, our mailbag questions for this. Oh, look, there's one more mailbag question here. I almost forgot about this one. This one comes from Steve in New Cumberland. <laughs> and Steve wants to know, why is Kiss the greatest rock and roll band of all time? Uh, all, all I know, all I'm going to say know, is Steve, that... Maybe Steve Knight of New Cumberland could answer <laughs> that question. All I'm going to say is that uh, this this Steve guy in New Cumberland is obviously very astute and has very fine taste. Yeah. Clearly. So you've got to tell the story real fast before we go that you wanted to change the name of our podcast. Well, and then, yeah. And what we found out. Yeah. So... I had originally, we were batting around names back in the day, and that involved people from promotions and everything, and, and, you know, we were all brainstorming names, and I had suggested Pod of Thunder for this podcast, and it kind of fell flat. I I didn't get a whole lot of support for it, so I was like, okay, I I know that sounds great to me. Um, There is a Kiss song, an old school Kiss song, and Kiss fans know this because they play it in concert just about every time they play, God of Thunder. So I thought, you know what, Pot of Thunder, like you know me being the big Kiss fan, I thought that was that would sound really cool. So we it were, does. yeah, we were just kind of joking this week, and and I was asking you if you were available this week to record the podcast, and I was kind of jokingly calling it Pot of Thunder, and then Tom walked over top of the email and he goes, I like that, I think that <laughs> name's great, and I went, Whoa, wait a second, I I suggested that like you know over a year ago when we were putting this podcast together. It was just kind of funny. And then you, just for fun, actually searched Pot of Thunder. Of course I did. Well, I Googled it. <laughs> and come to find out. It is literally a podcast about Kiss. Yeah. And you, you then shared the picture of, I guess they've they got a Facebook page. And so then, like, the picture of the guys, that these guys, these four guys that host the podcast, I mean, straight out of central casting. They're all, like, my age. Early fifties, but like they still have a mullet. They are like your, your. You strive to be. Yes. Like you totally missed your calling. These are your bros. Yeah, they all live. They all still live in their parents' basement. <laughs> they live off of microwaved hot pockets. They really. I, they have to, I didn't right? See that when I right. Yeah. They every week they do a, a podcast where they they actually do entire episodes on singular Kiss songs. And they went through the entire catalog that goes back to 1973. So, That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. In between, the host of the show, in between going, Mom, bring me another Hot Pocket. Uh, <laughs> from down in the basement. Did they really? Did you listen to it? I did listen to a little bit of it, yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was about what you would expect. It was it was pretty low budget. And these guys, these guys aren't professional broadcasters like you and I. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ain't no, that, yeah. no, they were, you know, just kind of, yeah, they're basically just these big Kiss fan dudes who, you know, awesome. live in mom and dad's basement and every week they get together awesome. and talk Kiss and probably have about seven listeners. But guess what? They've got eight listeners now because yeah, right. <laughs> I subscribed. 
maybe nine. I might have to check it out. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Fun note to uh, wrap up with here uh, on this Friday. We hope everybody has a great weekend. As always, great catching up with you, Stacy. Yes, you too, Stephen. All right, enjoy your cold weekend and enjoy the uh, the warm temperatures that we have for you next week. And as always, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of It's Raining Mets. Slash pot of thunder. <laughs>